0: What's up, everybody? Bear with me here. I'm getting everything figured out. Hey, we got the chat up. How's everybody doing? What's everybody doing this evening? Hello? Hello, hello, I know I'm late. I know I'm late. Forgive me for everything, but, uh, what a wild day it's been. How is everybody doing? Welcome. You are tuning in to the live stream, man. I tell you what, I am super excited to be here tonight in some way, some capacity in the midst of all the chaos that's taking place in the world right now i tell you right now where it is not chaotic and that is right here on the live stream baby so cheers to all of y'all here's to a fantastic evening and we're about to get started in just a second mm. excellent okay So for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, you are watching the live stream. A little bit about me. My name is Matt Martin. My background is turf grass management. Um, The things I like to talk about on this lawn care help desk live stream is, well, turf grass management, because that's what I understand best. Uh, particularly uh, fertilizers and weed controls are kind of my area of expertise if you want to start talking about uh, genetics and different cultivars and stuff that's a little bit outside of my wheelhouse but i do know people i do know people that do know how to talk about that and if you're wondering if you're wondering you're like matt you know hey man listen i don't want to stick around the the whole time is there is there a way is there a way in fact let me let me do this here i'm gonna i'm gonna double up on this so i'm gonna i'm actually gonna record this too and i'm gonna cut this into a podcast and i and i'm gonna load it up and if you're wondering man how do i lose it to the podcast i'll tell you how there's a couple ways you can do it um i have a show link code right here where you can go on spotify and not only are you going to see the show notes from here uh which it will be coming up soon i will start doing that But you're also going to see show notes from some of my other projects. For those of you that don't know, I now host a radio show Monday through Friday. Radio show Monday through Friday on Turfs Up Radio at turfsupradio.com. You can download the app, tune in. It's in the evenings. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually a really good time. Uh, I have fun. I always have some great, great guests. Um one of the things we are going to have coming up this week is going to be a, sag, a segment called Pick the Docs Brain. And so what I would ask is that you submit questions on for me to answer on Pick the Docs Brain, okay? You're wondering how do I submit questions? I have started a Facebook uh uh Spacecrack uh Face Facecrack Facebook and you can see that right there i've got it linked and i'm going to go ahead and post a link in the chat right now you can hop over here and submit a question and you can pick the doc's brain and that's exactly what we will do and i'll do it on air and that's recorded in a podcast and it's uploaded every episode is uploaded so check it out I know we're in a time where everybody's going to be home a lot more than often. So I want to make sure I can at least get some content out to you to keep you going, just to keep you going. So again, this is the live show. The way this typically works is this is an open format, meaning you ask questions, I provide answers in the event. I don't know the answer. I have no problem telling you that. Uh, on the flip side of that, I am human. I am fallible. I do make mistakes from time to time. I will say something incorrectly. Do not take what I say as gospel. Um, but that being said, I will do my best to answer questions uh, to the best of my ability. So we're going to move on to the next part of the show that I like to call the roll call. And I'm going to say, Hey, to everybody that's tuning in, in the chat. Av Guy was first. First he was. First he was. So big shout out to Av Guy for jumping in here for for, 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 for first. I hit the dub horn and I had the volume down on my on my slider. Dub horn, Av Guy. Uh, Benjamin EBT, how are you, good sir? John fucking new lawn john how are you good sir glad you're here j farm 13 sandman's dreamland how are you good sir kenny cooper sunny bermuda turf nine long Care. my buddy one of my favorite friends i've ever had david Watkins. how are you sir dw cheers i hope hope you are surviving be careful i saw they shut down everything in ohio staying home uh actually stay out on lawns david that's going to be the safest place you can be sunshine fresh air stay on lawns nobody's going to be bothering you so this is a free pass to get as much work done as humanly possible and that is actually a great thing chris robbins how are you casey turner what's going on a2 zoysia mr paul wade how are you good sir john Benefield said give me a shout out here is your shout out john i am glad you're here sir I appreciate you. Three cheers for John Benefield. Matt Martinez. Hey, man, I'm going to shake a leg one way or another. That's what I'm saying. This is a great week with six days of the grass factor. That's right. If you're wondering, if you're wondering, how do I get six days of the grass factor? It's easy, it ain't complicated. It ain't in this, this ain't, this ain't nothing. Hop over to Facebook, Facecrack, and check it out over there. Or you can go over to Spotify or Apple podcasts. I'm on Apple podcasts right now. I don't know how I got approved. I just did. So I'm going to run with it. If they're going to let me on there, I will broadcast content from there. Just, just saying, I don't have the link. If somebody has got the link, feel free to throw it in the chat. Ah. Sean H over in St. Louis, Missouri. What I like to call the second Memphis. Uh, it's funny, everybody that I went to school with in Memphis that uh, ended up in St. Louis, they're like, same town. It's the exact same town, same, same feel, everything about it, same vibe, it's the same town. <laughs> Shane Brady, what are you doing? The hardest working man in lawn care? We're all on lockdown to get our learning on. That's right, that if there's one positive, now's the time to get your learn on. That is for sure. Uh, let's see. Mr. Striperman. What's up, big dog? Glad to see you here, sir. First question of the nice of the night. Kenny Cooper says, How do I know if my grass has the virus? Too early. Still a sensitive subject. I don't know. I can't answer that. I think someone did a did a video about figuring out the coronavirus in your lawn, so you, you, I'd <laughs> go check that out. Uh, oh, I, is that a joke, AV guy? Hey, Matt, want to hear a coronavirus joke? You probably won't get it. There you go. Did you hear that? I'll do a little louder just for you, AV guy. The dad joke. <laughs> the whole country's is still closing down, but we've got yard work. That's right. That is right john t how are you good sir first in knoxville one of my good buddies ray is in the house what's up green doc how are you good sir uh, john benefield i did show you some love it takes a minute there's a delay i'm gonna go i forgot that part there is a delay so by the time i'm talking to when you hear me talk there's about a 25 second delay and then on the flip side of that, it takes me a minute to go through the chat to get to your questions. So if you ask a question and I haven't answered yet, I promise I will get to it, but it will take me a little bit of time. So go ahead now, get your questions in and let me work up to it. Just saying. My nose is running because it's spring, not because, not because I, have, I have an, an fact I don't think a runny nose is a symptom of coronavirus, but I've been holed up in the house for a while now. so. Fairly certain I don't have it. Uh, can we ask Ted a question? Cool. He won't answer me. <laughs> that one. That one. I don't know. <laughs> I've got the perfect sound effects for you, AB guy. I'm loaded tonight. Uh, hey, Ryan Noor, I'm a big fan. Kevin Morrissey, man, I I think you're saying that because I see Ryan Noor in the chat. That's why. That's why. uh i was gonna make a joke and say i'm not ryan nor ryan is much prettier than i am which is true which is true i think ryan and i actually have the same amount of gray now except he has it somewhere on the i think he's over here on the sides and mine mine is down here in my beard and ryan thank you for my glorious beard i you know if it's blonde right here so i look a little a little silly but you know hey it's all right. I'm, I'm enjoying having the beard again. I'm probably going to trim it tonight. Just trim it. I'm not going to take it all the way off. My wife, finally, she was like, okay, it's been nice seeing you without the beard. Grow the damn beard back. I was like, yes, yes baby. Whatever you say, darling. Please. Please don't hurt me. Please do not hurt me. <laughs> In the transition zone, Southeast Virginia had a tree removed last summer. Stump ground, added topsoil, and overseeded in the fall with turf-type tall fescue. Ever since germination, I've been fighting yellowing grass. What's up? Zach Fitro, my man. This is one of my favorite things to talk about because he consistently does this all the time. All right. When you remove a tree and you grind the stump, you may take out the bulk of the organic matter but you've left a ton of wood in the ground to decompose okay when you're dealing with wood and when you're composting one of the one of the things you do with composting is you add greens for nitrogen browns for carbon right and you have to hit your target carbon to nitrogen ratio would we be considered a brown because it's a very high carbon to nitrogen ratio in fact so high that it can actually rob nitrogen from the rest of the soil. And so when it's cooler outside, the other thing you can kind of face is a very, very elevated temperature. So it may be 130 F right in that spot where you had the tree, but it may be, you know, 45F through the rest of the soil t- in the rest of your soil temperature, maybe 45F. So one, you can generate a lot of heat right there. Okay, you may not be seeing that till summer, and that's fine. What you may be dealing with right now is the early part of the composting process where in order to stimulate the microbial activity to break down all that uh, all that um, uh, wood into organic matter, it's going to be robbing a lot of nitrogen out of the soil. So you're going to be stuck in a catch-22 for, unfortunately, multiple years while that decomposition process takes place. So... What I, what, what the, the, the remedy there is during the winter, you're going to have to be very, very, very aggressive with nitrogen. And then in the summer, you're going to have to understand it's probably just going to burn up and die. That's it. No other ifs and buts are about it. And even as that breaks down, you got the heat coming in. It's going to attract all kinds of insects. You're going to have seemingly never ending issues with grubs and just weird things taking place in that spot. The grass isn't going to want to root down. Well, it'll never just perform right. And unfortunately there's just not a lot of options for you other than if you did grade out that whole area, including the root system, which may extend out as far as the drip line of the tree. So you're talking about a mammoth amount of work. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Zach, but chances are you're just stuck with something that is not, it's going to be a pain in your rear for a little while. What is going on here? I've got, I've got Gibby. What are you doing? Kenny Cooper. What are you doing? Kevin Morrissey. What are you doing? Thanks guys. Thank you. All right, uh, The Yard said, what is the best way to get early Bermuda green up? Uh, the best way is to pray for warmer temperatures. Scalping it will help because you're exposing it to, uh, to, to more direct sunlight. The other thing would be top dressing with something black. It's a, a very fine thin layer of something dark, uh, preferably if it has organic matter, you may heat up that soil surface slightly faster it's not going to be a game changer it's not like you're going to have the only green yard in the neighborhood but you might have the first green yard in the neighborhood you might get the first cut on your green lawn in the neighborhood so really it all comes down to temperature and whatever you can do to manipulate the soil structure to get that temperature even if it means covering it Just same uh gabriel jordan says hey matt Want to kill off various weeds for a woodland garden under pines and dogwoods? Glyphosate or triclopyr? Uh, personally, if it's going to be for a garden, mm, actually, I would go either way because the the reseed interval on that is going to be you know four to six weeks somewhere in there. So, I would say the same thing probably for vegetables. I would look on the um, I would look specifically at the label and see if what it states about using it prior to harvest normally there is a section that will say something about do not consume x if it's been treated within y amount of time so look for that section in the label it should say glyphosate is going to have a very very small window so that would be the advantage of using that uh John said, you have never said a turf type mistake. Just not gotten a joke on here and it makes it even funnier. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Ice bank. <laughs> Garrett Scott says, Matt, do all CE products now have peptides? Indeed. <laughs> uh what's up grabby look out looking thick thanks evan how are you doing good sir glad you're here buddy uh mike head said long time listener first time caller i always wanted to say that hey i tell you what if you hop over to the Facebook face crack uh there's going to be a number where you actually can call into the radio show tomorrow between four and six and when you call in when you call in, you can speak directly to me on the air, and you can say exactly that, and I would love to hear it because I'm an old sports talk radio guy myself. Brian Anderson said, how's it going? First time here. Brian, welcome aboard the Soul Train. You have entered a world of hurt, my friend, but I am glad you're here. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, you, you, have, you have stumbled into the fifth dimension, something of the sort. First time catching the live show. What's up? Nice AZ lawn, man. What is going on the lawn stripes? What are you doing, man? Come on. Come on. Share the link to the podcast in iTunes. I need something to listen to while I'm stuck at home. Someone, someone posts that up and, um, and I will approve it. I think it's going to be flagged. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Somehow some way I should be able to figure this out. Do you think for as long as I've been doing things like this, uh, on, on the YouTube that I should, I should be able to figure this out. Aha. I think I did. I think I did. Who was it that asked that? Uh, Oh, that was Sean H. Sean H. Bam. There you are, sir. There you are. Okay, Matt, the community landscaping crew threw down the Go Stonewall 1907 and burnt a bunch of my fescue. Will it recover or is my lawn screwed? Uh, David Hensel, this would be my question. How did they burn your fescue with Stonewall 1907? They would have to put that down this time of year, realistically, at over 10 pounds per thousand to burn your fescue. I'm not saying they didn't burn your fescue, but I'm not certain it was with the stone wall, unless they spilled it or something like that. But it would have had to have gone down at a very high rate to burn your fescue. Are you sure nothing else was applied? Like was Speed Zone applied with it and you're getting tip burn from Speed Zone and it looks like it's dying, I don't know man i would need to see pictures to really understand what's going on there because i just it would be really hard to do with stonewall unless they spilled it just saying uh brian anderson said i just applied some lime today how long does it take for it to start having effect on ph level brian it depends on the type of lime you you loot the type of lime you use I had an absolute meltdown on the radio show the other day talking specifically about lime because if you are to determine how fast the lime is going to work, what you have to look at is how fine is the grind. So when you look on your label, everything from 50 mesh or smaller is going to have a much faster interaction in the soil. It doesn't change the rate you need to apply it. The rate is still the same. It just changes the speed at which it reacts in the soil. Uh, so I, there is a lime reaction chart that I should be able to find, um, lime size reaction. Mm, okay. Here we go. I think I found one right here. So I'm going to post this in the chat and you can look at this, you can look at this and it will tell you how fast it'll work. And I attempting to do this over, uh, I don't know. Can I share this screen? I might be able to share this screen. Hang on. Let me, let me check what other windows I have here. Of course, I can't see a preview while I do this. So I don't know which scene is, which, um, let me try this. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't think this is happening. (laughs) I'm not doing very good if it, if it is the case, I was hoping I could just plug it in right over here. Ah, yes, I did it. Yes, I did. Okay. So when we look at the time, the reaction time, you can see up here at a hundred mesh, you know, we're going to start getting a lot of action almost immediately. So, you know, a month in two months in three months in, You know, we're starting to get some big movement on the pH starting at a five, depending on how much your soil test recommends you to apply. But you can see if you're using like an eight to a 20 mesh, even three years down the road, you're not getting really any effect from it. That's not to say this graph won't slowly work its way up, but you're just not getting a lot of effect from it. Uh, 20 to 40 mesh, very little. 40 to 60, a little bit more. 60 to 80, a little bit more. 100 mesh, that's where you're going. So 100 mesh, 200 mesh, 300 mesh, on and up. So we're starting to get into the real fine micron size there. That's when you're getting the speed out of your lime. So I recommend checking out that link uh, from Cornell, and uh, I hope I hope this this image here helps you out. All right, let me click back over to the chat here so I can see what's going on. Allergies are really awkward at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I agree. What is your personal go-to process for eliminating wild violets? Uh, Blake Nelson, I actually did a video specifically uh, that is all about controlling broadleaf weeds. And a lot of the studies I cited were specific to um, uh, wild violets. And I will give you... I will give you the ultimate guide to broadleaf weed control. I'm going to post a link to it right here so you can go into more depth, but simply put, triclopyr is the greatest performer on broadleaf weeds. Triclopyr. Let's see here. Two kinds of oaks and the pine trees dumping yellow-green pollen all over. I feel your runny nose. Oh, man. No thank you, sir. Are there going to be any big gorilla comments tonight? No, I save that for the radio show. (laughs) carbon X Guard's going down tomorrow that's what i'm talking about that sounds like a lot of fun uh kitty cooper says here's some toilet paper money hopefully you can at least get one roll with this i beat lushy with the first super chat i think lushy's asleep right now i don't know i think he's not doing too good somebody called lushy and tell him to jump on in here uh matt ramirez says hey matt i bought some celsius off ebay because it was a good deal but when i received the bottle I had an expired date that already passed i had no idea the kim could expire still usable yes this is one of those times where you, you, you can you it may be expired. That's fine. Just make sure, make sure. Um, uh, I would make sure the pH of your of your solution that you're mixing in that Celsius be be on the higher end side of things. So, at a seven, a seven or above, you know, seven seven five a eight, eight five somewhere in there. Buffer, buffer up your, the solution of your pH. Um, that would be my only recommendation, but you're going to be fine. Look, Ray said, Celsius does not go bad. No need to worry, sir. Uh, our Missouri yard, and the whole reason I said buffer it up is because it's an ALS inhibitor, and you're going to increase solubility with the higher pH. Our Missouri Yard, turf-type tall fescue lawn in mid-Missouri. I have some patches of nimble will. How do I get rid of the nimble will? Uh, uh, Okay, our Missouri Yard, two ways. Repeated applications of tenacity is going to be okay. Uh, Pilex is going to do a little better. Uh, And that's really going to be about your only options. I think Acclaim may have nimble will on the label. I can't recall off the top of my head, but you may want to look at Acclaim or Over the Top Flazafop. can't recall, but I feel, I feel like that's on the label. I could be wrong, though. Check the label on those products. Flazafop, Phenoxyp, Acclaim, and Over the Top. Uh, and then, of course, Tenacity and Pilex. Kendall Jackson, how and when to get ready for pests in the lawn in Fayetteville, North Carolina? I've been having some kind of insect leaving powdery soil on the surface of certain areas of the lawn and killing my centipede. What to do? That's interesting. Uh, I don't know what would be leaving powdery soil on the surface like that. There's a couple things, um, in killing it. Hmm. It, it to me, it's, it sounds almost like, I don't know, ground bees will do that, uh, which are not going to harm the grass, uh, if you've got kind of like lines of dead grass, that could be, um, uh, mole crickets. Uh, you could have just earthworms leaving piles. Uh, you could have fire ants leaving piles. Um, I, I, I don't know. But in order to time your pest control, you would have to have an accurate identification. So I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how to answer that unless I know, have, have more information on what the potential of that insect could be. Because that just has too many variables of what it could be. Kevin Morris said a little something for the free advice you gave me for my St. Augustine lawn back in 2017. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it, sir. You really don't have to do that. Uh, Ned Gaelic said in Northwest Indiana near Chicago, clay soil is an OM reading of 4.8 too high, and is there any way to lower it? Uh, Ned, I kind of in that area, that's what you're dealing with. 4.8 is on the higher end of things. Is there any way to lower it? Not really. I mean, you could salt it out, or um, uh, one of the things you could do, and this I don't recommend doing this. Just rock with your 4.8. You're good there. You're good. You're good. Just leave it alone. If you're feeling extra chaotic and crazy, and you don't mind killing the grass, you could do an application of uh, hydrogen peroxide. But don't do that. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Seriously, don't do that. You will kill the lawn. Uh, Scott Newman took soil cores about two months ago and left them in a Tupperware container. They're still good to send off for a soil test, or should I pull more samples? Scott, I'd go ahead and pull more samples. Not worry about it. Just pull some more, send them off. Gibby, 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 Gibby said, should I Sprig stolenize again? What isn't covered, destroyed, came out of dormancy like a bat out of hell this weekend. Felt kind of sad this weekend, missing out on putting down free m uh i mean you can but if you if it's already coming out of dormancy get down a pre put down some dithiapir in areas you can and just start flirting the crap out of it man and get it all fill in it won't take you no time dude it will not take you no time snuck on the while i was getting a snack hey welcome aboard the soul train (laughs) key lime i love key lime you don't need to redo the sprinklers right now we're, we're getting rain in the forecast Gibby. don't sweat it just drop your fur and run big dog uh johnny palm said hi matt hope you and the family are doing well i have two questions for you what are your thoughts about liquid aeration does brand matter um so i did i did a video about liquid aeration and specifically um uh how there was a difference between uh like one being a chemical type of aeration and the other being a wetting agent type of aeration, and it's not to say that one really works better than the other. Uh, it's just two different ways to approach it. But in actuality, on the chemical aeration side, I was wrong, and that's why I pulled down that video. Uh, so that actual process is of of the manufacturing of that is saponification, which is kind of like a crude a crude wetting agent. So um, it both kind of functions the same way. So. In the event, like, uh, is, it, is, it a, is it going to decrease bulk density? No, probably not. Does brand matter? No, probably not. Because they all kind of function the same way. Uh, let's go Stonewall burn photo posted in the Discord. David Hansel's in the Discord. I didn't even know. For those of you that are wondering how to join the Discord, I'll tell you. Ooh, that is a straight line. <clears throat> And I will tell you this, straight lines typically do not exist in nature. You do not see straight lines in nature. Now, my first thought looking at this and the way it's shaped, I feel like, is that an irrigation line? Is it running the path of an irrigation line? Uh, Because it looks like I see one area with a junction. Um, It very well could be. It very well could be. And I tell you what they may have done is the spreader may have opened all the way while they had the guard down on one side. And so it dropped a perfect straight line of fertilizer. And so when I say it doesn't exist in nature, when I see this, this doesn't look like it was naturally something natural is taking place. It looks something man-made like an applicator error. So i would say so if you dig down in there you should see a pile a legit pile of fertilizer in those areas so i would get to scoping around in there dig in and see what you can find uh no is not affected by claim ah man threw down cx on wednesday it rained on thursday grass exploded life on friday ready to mow hey when using T-nex, how long after the green up should I start using it or uh, should I wait until all the bare spots are filled in by pushing nitrogen? <clears throat> Typically, what I do is I wait until it is filled in and then start making T-nex applications. So, and I want to do that, you know, right as we're leading up to peak. You can use Uh, one of the apps that tracks your growing degree days to time your first and repeated applications. I talked about it on one of the radio shows. Um, there is a tool for that. I keep wanting to say greencast online and that is not it. Uh, green, greenskeeper, green, 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 keeper app. The greenkeeper app would be the one you would want to use. All right, let me go back to the window here so I can see my chats. I can see the chats. Any advice on getting uh, rid of Florida Palsy? Uh, It's greener after spring with after Celsius at the max rate. Yeah, I would go with Celsius. Uh, George Popa. What's up, man? Uh, Jay Rich, when is a good time to start fertilizing azaleas? So typically, depending on where you are, like uh, when, when, I, when I lived in Augusta, Georgia, azaleas were everywhere, believe it or not. You know, they're not just at the golf course. They're all throughout the city of Augusta. Um, I would normally be doing that in like February uh, prior to bloom and then i would be doing them again in the fall uh like uh november october time frame so fall very early spring prior to bloom johnny Palmer said i have a tall fescue lawn i have some areas where water sits after a heavy rain what would you recommend to help with that a drain uh you, you, you might want to try liquid aeration it's probably going to help with some infiltration is it going to be a game changer i don't know it, it all depends on what your percolation rate of your soil is right there you may actually have a very good percolation rate but a high water table in that area therefore that's why it sits because you're literally just super saturated at that point so you have to make the determination is it not penetrating because you don't have percolation or is it uh not penetrating because you have a high water table and if that's the case that would make a determination is you know is it worth the budget to go ahead and play around with different uh soil penetrants or is it worth it to go ahead and just put in a drain so that that would be how i would approach it uh what's up mr abdu how are you sir hello can i put crabgrass preventative granular and spray weeds with three-way at the same time 100 percent, yes All right, question for you, Matt. I hear that JP is going to start doing a whiteboard series. Can you please send him the official whiteboard you use so you can, so he gets the science right? (laughs) Uh, No, it is tied up right now. That whiteboard stays with me for life. Uh, Barry Camarillo, hey, can you use XOIL followed by new carbon X? Yes, you can. Everything is designed to be used with and alongside one another, absolutely. Uh, John Falken says, only, only, also, only midlife crises are allowed in the Discord. Look at this. Our Missouri Yard. Turf nerd chimed in here. Nibble and turf Tide to fescue. Pilots with triclopier. Three apps at three-week intervals beginning in late summer. Last app by mid-September and seed. Touch up as needed the following year. Wabam! uh i'll make a video in the morning he said i bet there's less than 500 square feet of t31 that i could front right now oh man I right, look at jb jumping in here stay safe six feet y'all coronavirus 2020. what's up jb everybody press f in the chat for the work john borden's doing right now at that risking his life for the coronavirus to make sure carbon x is flowing out of the plant right now not just John Borden, we'll go do an F in the chat for everybody at the, uh, for everybody at the plant too, making, making things happen. Josh Baker, if you want carbon earth merch, uh, you would go to, uh, what is it? I think it's merch.carbonearth.co is, uh, that actually says it's not available right now. I may have turned it off. I don't know. I'll check on it next week. I will, I will unveil, uh, what, what we're going to be doing with, uh, with merch. Okay. Uh, Aaron Alter need to overseed my turf type tall fescue, but really want to use pre-emergent as well. Planning on using tenacity for pre-emergent and seeding. Any tips? Not really. Just be excellent on your timing. There's a million and one videos out there of people doing it. Just be precise with your timing. Meaning... No, you're only going to get 30 days out of your pre-emergent of your tenacity. So apply the same time you overseed, right? So that all kind of happens at the same time. And then every 30 days, you have to stay on top of it until you're out of your germination window. So if you want to try and mix it up, say you get it up, you get down two applications of tenacity, then your third one, you think you're going to, you're going to go ahead and apply like dimension. For instance, you may want to apply dimension and tenacity at the same time. So that way you still get the short-term effects from the tenacity until you can develop that vapor barrier from the Pier. So hope that helps. Coben says about to side my lawn in place with Zorgia this spring. My in-laws place with Zorgia this spring. Any quick pointers? No, not really stay away from the frou-frou uh the fru frou zoysia varieties specifically meyer z52 is going to be your best bet all these zeons and xenons and uh uh palisades and all that i'll tell you right now i think it's all crap i think it's all crap stick to meyer z52 run with it love it um no real tips manage it like like bermuda grass maybe back down on your end rates if you if you real cut it if you don't real cut it you can be a little aggressive with it where you are up there in uh i'm I'm assuming this is going to be in your area of of missouri coban then um you know you've got such a short growing season with it you can be actually very aggressive with it without any real issues so um in my opinion, when I manage Zoysia, where I have managed it in the transition zone and the northern area of the south, what I typically do is I drive the ship. I always feel like if I fiddle fart around with Zoysia grass, it always fiddle farts around with me back, meaning that if I'm a little hesitant with my application rate, it's always a little hesitant in, um, in how it performs for me. So I like to steer the boat. I like to be a little aggressive with it. I like to point it in the direction I want it to go, and then it tends to perform well for me. I think Ray will give you a the complete polar opposite of uh, of what I just said. <laughs> but you know, it, he realizes it in Hawaii of all places, too. So I hope that helps. I hope it does. Uh, uh, Susan Webster says I have hit hard tenacity T zone speed zone, a high level surfactant in the fall to kill off creeping Charlie. I'm in PA and it's worse than ever. Help make the application again (laughs) it's real simple continue to apply apply your pre-emergent right now and uh, just do it again it's not one of those things that you kill it once and it's going to go away you'll have to continue to kill it over and over and over and that's why that's why lawn care guys set up programs because if they set up a program where okay you hit it in the fall right and killed it off well they'd probably hit it once more in winter and they'd already be out about right now spraying it again to kill it again so don't no expect it to just go away because you still got lots of roots and tubers and stuff still subsurface that have a chance to grow back out. So hit it again. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Do not stress over it. I promise. Do not stress. Hey, what's up, social support? How are you, good sir? Tell John born to keep six feet while he self-quarantines. Uh amines versus esters. Please explain differences. Esters are uh derived from petroleum distillates. Amines are more water-based, salt derived. So uh, esters are tend to going to be better penetrators and work, uh, with less restriction in cool weather. Uh, esters can volatilize very quickly in hot weather. So you tend to apply esters when it's cool outside. You apply amines when it's warm outside. Hope that helps. Colonel Corn, what's up, big dog? Been out of the loop for a bit. Can you give me the rundown on peptides? I heard Paul's cuts it mentioned something about root hairs. So... Quick kind of rundown, the way this works is there was a university in Japan that discovered that you could take soy beans and introduce a very specific enzyme, specifically the HA12 protease enzyme, and with a very high uh, instance of repeatability, it would actually, the enzyme would cut the proteins into a very specific cluster of amino acids known as a peptide. A peptide just meaning one or more, uh, uh, more than one amino acid in a chain together. Uh, there are 20 potential amino acids in plants so as far as the number of peptides there are there's tons of them but this one particular specific peptide known as the root hair promoting peptide uh is the one they discovered then it began being trialed and trialed and trialed and trialed and one of the largest organic fertilizer manufacturers on the globe in fact the largest $30 $30 billion company, the dwarf Scotts, is the one who paid for engineered research and developed the manufacturing process for this product. And then they were lucky enough to allow us to uh, be part of the brand that brings it to lawn care. So there we go. Um, I sent out a an, an email, Colonel Corn. if you hop to the Carbon Earth website and you type in CRRP technology, you're gonna see an a AWeber link that will explain everything about it. Including some of the tests we did. uh what's up, David? How are you, good sir? David Winch, Di Lawn Care Monster. What's up, big dog? Pete Detraglia, Detri- Detraglia, Detraglia. Matt, can you explain the benefits of Xol on an established lawn? Already using Carbon X with Liquid Bio Stem Four Pack. Uh, so it's like a top dressing. So if you ever need to ad- introduce uh, a quick hit up organic matter. Um, then it might be an option for you. It's already granulated, so it's easy to spread. So if you're into that things like, like top dressing, uh, that was one of the things I did throughout my career. Um, you can go back at my very earliest YouTube videos where I've been top dressing with, you know, mushroom compost and all kinds of different things. And so it's the same premise, except it's granulated in a prill form and it's been infused with a very low rate of the peptides so you can put it down at a high rate. So it's just a way to kind of set the lawn on autopilot for the rest of the season uh all right y'all i am going to have to wind this up i'm going to answer do these questions real quick saint augustine or centipede which would perform better in the shade on a semi kind of slope it depends on where you are and the ph of your soil if you have low ph go with centipede uh, if you have high ph go with saint augustine actually saint augustine may do well too but they have about the same amount of light tolerance maybe a little a little advantage to st Augustine, but not by much uh are you still a big fan of regular pre-emergence stay well what are you doing sir i'm glad to see you here young man kettle jackson hey man another question connects will be used to level centipede maybe mixed with sand uh to an extent it will break down quite a bit so uh, yes you can uh it would be actually be a fantastic product for centipede you would love the results on centipede uh okay 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 everybody thank you so much for tuning in I sure do appreciate it I'm gonna go hang out with uh, with the fam level uh, y'all all be safe be safe don't don't do anything ridiculous and uh, I love you all I'll see you next week probably hopefully if you have any questions hop over to Facebook face crack and I'll tell you where you can you can play around over there. I'll give you that link. If you want to listen to the radio show every day, Monday through Friday, four to six p.m., go to TurfSUpRadio.com. You can download. You can download the link. Uh, you can download the app and carry it with you. And on your drive home, you got all turf talk all the time for your ride home. We have a really good time with it. Um, I mean, just really, it's it's a lot of fun. Actually, I I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, if you listen to Apple I'll, Apple Podcast, I'll give you a link for that. You can hop over to this link right here on Apple Podcast. Uh, you can go to Anchor FM, and I have a page over there that you can go to. Huh. Okay, I'm back over here. If you got a page over here, you can go in over there. And uh, if you are on Spotify, you can listen to it in this link right here coming up as well. Again, thank you everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love each and every one of you. Y'all have. Hey, y'all have a good evening.